going on, going on, feel the melody up in the air. Do you smell that? What? Do you smell the good smells in the air? Oh, yeah, that. What's it smell like? Pumpkin? Like a harvest candle? Like a harvest candle? Like the smell of fall in our home? Thanks like to it. Bed Bath & Beyond? Beyond is my favorite part. Yeah. Mmm. You guys smell that? Beyond the smells. Smells like snooshy. Oh, little tiny jeans. The jeans that are the smallest. By the time this drops, gosh, will we have already been to Nashville? Everywhere. This will be totally done? Yeah. Oh, shit, that's right, because we'll be back. No, but we'll have uh, cops. No, you're right. Yeah. We'll have... This Wednesday will go up. night. No, no, this goes up Wednesday morning. So, so we Charlotte. have Charlotte. Ch- I'm sorry, Charlotte. Charlotte, North Kakalaka is still a possibility to the listener of this episode. Kakalaka. That is October. <laughs> they don't call it that. Yeah. North Kakalaka. I lived there. It's Charlotte, North Kakalaka. October 2nd, Comedy I, Zone. I doubt that. But Charlotte. Yeah, guys, so if you hear this and you're in Charlotte tonight, come out. Uh, after that, we go to Cobb's Comedy Club. We do the podcast and stand-up October 6th, 7.30 p.m., Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco. Man, Fran Disco. <laughs> Can you believe that we're, you're going to get both, Fran Disco? Well, I, you know. Okay. Yeah, I you're gonna believe it. You're going to get stand-up and the mom cast. So crazy. And then, uh, and then we go our separate ways, which sucks, right? Right? Yeah, man. October 9th through 12th, I go to Syracuse, the Syracuse Funny Bone. October 16th through 19th, uh, the Des Moines Funny Bone in Des Moines, Iowa. But I believe that's pronounced differently. It's Des Moines. Des Moines? Des Moines. And then let's go even deeper. <laughs> deeper. San, San Diego, October 25th through 27th. I'm talking to you, San Diego. Madhouse Comedy Club. And that's a stacked October, y'all. Yeah, we have um, a couple live podcast dates coming up. Look for them on the show. Of course, we'll mention them. We're going to be doing one here in in the greater Los Angeles area, one in San Diego, for sure. Uh, Please do follow us on Twitter, at Christina P, at Tom Segura. It helps us out uh, just because we announce a lot of shit there. And, you know, if you miss an episode of your mom's house, it's good to hear about shit there. Like the Facebook page, facebook.com oh. slash your mom's house podcast. There are postings by us. There are posts by <laughs> listeners. People comment on the episodes. They send us, they post videos, things of that nature. You can check it out. Go to facebook.com slash your mom's house podcast. Like the page. Join it's us. It's a community. And yes. also on Twitter, Tom and I are very... Uh, Active. Personal with our with our with the fans of the show with our listeners we're very intimate we like to keep close contact with you guys because yes. what the fuck are we doing this for if not to to know the people that give a fuck about us right that's right yep what about you Tina but don't harass me for a follow okay stop it stop <laughs> oh, that yeah shit. forget it forget about all that um when we get back after San Francisco I'm going to Comics at Foxwoods Comedy Club and Casino, <laughs> October 10th through 12th. Do you want a glass of wine? Um, sure. Let's all drink on this one. Uh, I'll be in Houston with well. Joseph Rogan. If you're in Houston, I'll be there um, October 18th and 19th, I think. Um, I am going to go back to Winnipeg. Oh, snap. Yeah, I think I'll be there November 12th through 16th. So. There's some things to look forward to. We have some more updates coming, of course, soon. Jeans up! After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost 
of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask our very own Josh Zolo, whose entire wireless production facility plan lifestyle has been completely revamped and overwhelmed by Mint Mobile's savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash M-O-M. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash M-O-M. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Let's do this. For sure. When I, when I slept to somebody else, I tell her that. But it's there, it's there. You know what? But did I do a part for that, did I? You did. Wait, but so good. Now you're going to say, see, when you finally get the boss to admit it, you're going to say one or two lasses. So it's clear, eh? It's clear, no, I'll keep it. Guess what your daughter will see when she's I do honestly. This is a big time. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stand. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house. With Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. Hmm. I feel like I heard her say the end bomb. There's a lot that I did not know what was going on. <laughs> What? What? Is that what she said? Is that what she said? No, that's from um that's from like a, a Maury Povich type show over there in Scotland. And that's the, what we're listening to? That's what this is. So it's a couple arguing because the guy has cheated on her over twelve times. With a black person? She is she really dropping n words? <laughs> I don't think so. I just heard her say that. I when, don't I, know. when I when I to somebody else, I tell her that. But it's there, it's there. Like a, a, you know but did I do a part for that? Did I? Yeah. You did. Wait, but so good. Now you're going to say it even. <laughs> did you hear that? It does sound like an n bomb. Yeah, that's a good. You know. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. You did. Wait, but so good. Now you're going to say it even. You finally get the boss to admit it. You're going to say one or two lasses. So it's clear. Eh? It's clear. No, I'll what? That's so crazy, huh? What? That's English. Big words. <laughs> Jesus. That's I English. I'm saving she's. I dare honestly, and you know what? what? I got honestly. honestly. Yeah. What's the point? And you're going to. What's, What's the, the point? Oh, happy on the next couple of days. Next couple, couple of, of days. days. When, you're no, when you're no new Terry, when you're a wee bubbling and green, you're going to come bubbling and green on your knees. You're gonna come bubbling on your knees? Yeah, come bubbling, bubbling, yeah, maybe crying. Begging? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right? I don't know enough of the Scottish, you know. Hey, bubbling in green, you're gonna come bubbling and green on your knees and you're gonna put. It's me that's always been in Scotland. Where did I. Man, I think I might have talked to you. Scumbag, scumbag. Scumbag. I think I might have talked to you. I talked to you? Wow. What? This is from a. Like a talk show. It's a Scottish. When I when talk I sleep to somebody else, I tell her that. But it's there, it's there. Uh, you know but did I do a part for that? Did I? Uh. You did. Wait, but so good. Now you're going. <laughs> you did. You did. That's crazy. I know. It's I had a, a Scottish group at a show one time, and they were they were they were a lot of fun. But we were talking one time during the show, oh, and I was like, "It is crazy." That the language we speak comes from where you're from. <laughs> because you can understand everything I'm fucking saying, and I can barely put together... I'm picking out words like this. Do you think they can understand our accents, though? Yes. Because you think ours is like the pure one, and then theirs is the... Theirs is just the... I mean, they, we have an accent to them, but we articulate, so we say things more clearly. If you're Scottish you can, and you, you listen to us, let us know. Do you have a hard time understanding us? They're not having... There's, I bet you there's accents they have a hard time understanding. Like Southern yeah. or like... I mean... New England area, hardcore. Yeah. Hardcore New York, hardcore South. But we have pretty nondescript American English accents. <laughs> I don't think it's that hard to decipher if you speak English. <laughs> I bet we sound like... Well, when I They're lived in like, England... Bah, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I lived in England, I went to Scotland for like, you know, a few days and it's it's hard to understand them, man. And after a few pints, 
Oh my god! You can't understand a fucking word. I mean, we'd be my my girlfriend and I went over there, and we were in pubs. Did I marry her? My girlfriend. Your girlfriend? Did you marry her? (laughs) This sound like my lesbian girlfriend. Yeah, but you call them girlfriends. Your friends. Did you kiss her? We scissored so many times in public. Yeah, so hot. Keep going, Maureen. It was Maureen. Oh fuck yeah! Oh yeah. She has two kids now. She's uh, two sons. What's she smell like? (laughs) Stupid. Like fried haggis. And you guys were like, oh, we made the kiss of face. Mm. No, we didn't. We weren't like that. But we went to Scotland. And once you get drunk, you can't understand fucking shit. Oh, Maureen. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so you guys got over there, you kissed, you had so, some pints. Yeah, we had some pints. And after a few, you can't understand a word that the Scots are saying to you. Yeah. It's really, really unintelligible. Because they do have their own words for stuff. Yeah. Like, they'd be like, a wee bairn, which means like a little baby or something. Yeah. Maybe, you know, that's all Gaelic or what. I don't fucking, who knows what these people talk. Isn't that crazy, though? Why is it that, like, the the people that really, that the region that started the language... We're like, what? Yeah, talk American, you know? It's not really talk American. It's just like... No, it is. Just talk talk like I like to hear. But ours is not that... I don't feel like ours is that confusing. Because we're... Yeah, see, that's your bias, though, because you think we're the norm, and then they're... I, I recognize the that it norm. comes from them. So actually, they're the norm. But I'm just saying, it is. Um, you, have to, you have to have a much sharper ear to put that together well the english the queen's english is what we're derivative of right so they're a derivative of the queen's english as are we i i was just so stupid do you remember that movie train spotting yeah of course there are parts of that movie that they had to subtitle well because they were in like a like a bar scene remember that guy francis begby the crazy one? Yeah. Where he would start fights. He would talk, and I have no fucking clue what that guy was saying in a lot of that movie. I know a couple of comedians that have gone to Ireland and Scotland that had bad times. Bad times. Doing shows. Why? They said it was rough. Because, like, fuck. they're, what, they're hard to make laugh or something? No, it's like, it's just, it's more, it's accepted that it's going to be a hostile environment. Oh no! Oh yeah! Like they're real fucking angry punk rock like and soccer. It, it's not. No one's shit. tapping them on the shoulder. Like, could you keep that down? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like oh, you, fuck. you're up there. Fucking deal with it, man. Yo, they like to drink. That whole region. Those fuckers yeah. drank. They wake up at eleven and they drank. Yeah, I forget. One person told me they had a rough time in Scotland. I think Moshe has a story even in his act about doing an Irish comedy festival. Huh. It's pretty rough. You know what's so funny? I was watching a reality show the other day. Hold on. I wrote it down. Oh, yeah. There's a guy on uh, Amish Mafia that looks like Moshe Kasher. On Amish Mafia? (laughs) Yeah, I wrote... Hold on. I wrote it down as a note. Amish... Amish Moshe Kasher looks Mm -hmm. like... Oh, Merlin. Uh, Merlin. Oh, Merlin? Who's the rival Yeah, I remember Merlin. My favorite guy of... uh, What's his name? Jebediah. You think Jebediah Merlin Sp- looks like Moshe Kasher? Jebediah Springfield. Yeah. Will somebody please do <laughs> yeah. a split screen and put it on Twitter <laughs> of Merlin from Amish Mafia and Moshe Kasher? But try to get <laughs> try to get as similar as you can. You know what I mean? Like if you find one where they don't look alike at all, uh, don't post that. Post the most similar one you can uh, find. It's so great because there was a scene. I was watching it. Uh, Lebanon Levi is going down this Lebanon season. Lebanon Levi. I like Levi. He's cute. I don't know why I'm I'm a little attracted to Levi because he's kind of chunky and he's sweet. Levi, the guy that runs the thing? Yeah. Jesus. He's the mob boss. He's cute. I like Levi. Levi is cute. Yeah, I, I, he's attractive. I must look like dog shit, man. Because <laughs> I look at that guy and the last thing that comes to mind is there's people that uh, find him attractive. I think he's super cute. My I, own but wife? I, but I like... Nice Slump Buster shirt. I like bigger guys. I don't like tiny... Do you like my Slump Buster? This is yours. Yeah. I wear your shit all the time. It's funny. Slump Busters. Yeah, this is a, this is like a Ghostbuster shirt, but with Slump Busters. That's the, but I like it because it looks like Ghostbusters. Yeah, but it's not. I like Ghostbusters. It's bang a whore to get out of your batting drought. <laughs> Stoops. You've got to bang a pig. Anyway, what we're talking about is of all the cast of Amish Mafia, I would bang Lebanon Levi. Yeah. 
He's the, he's the sweetest and the most attractive. And then Merlin is his nemesis. Oh my God. I just remembered there was a guy who would go um, in college. He called it, I think he called it pig trolling, mm. uh, hogging. Mm-hmm. He, he would look for the fattest girl he could find and try to have sex with her. There's always that guy in college. We yeah. had a guy that went hogging too. That's a thing. Yeah, but hogging is a really rough word to use for that, isn't it? Yeah, it's not kind. No. Funny. Was this guy... He was a big dude, too. Was this guy somebody named Tom? No, I never went hogging. In North Carolina? I didn't go. You didn't go? Where do you go to hog? You got to go out. Where? Is there a fat club that you go to? No, you just go out. And you're like, you know, go on campus somewhere, go to a bar, and you just look for hogs. (laughs) So dumb. And then you wrap them up. You, so stupid. You hog tie them. Oh, get you, out. You take them back to your place, and then you roast them on that a pit fire. so dumb. Uh, they did it. And then you put them, you butt F them? You butt F them? Big thanks, by the way. Thank you for the guy on Twitter uh, who sent us a picture of a, a woman's gaping butthole. I today. hate gaping butthole shots. I hate gaping anything shots. <sighs> Who, who's into the gaping hole? I saw the most horrific photo oh. a girl posted oh, <laughs> so of, a, of a prolapse asshole. Oh, why? And another girl licking it. Oh, my God. Why? It's terrible. Why? Why is that a thing? That's a thing. That's obviously somebody's sexual thing that they yeah. like the, the violence of Do you that. know, though, I know a lot of guys as I've gotten older that Ugh. are... They don't call it hogging, but they're into doing just that. Into doing was, what? They go after um, basically, you know, Bigger they don't girls. go after the 10. No, no, not even the big. They go like after a girl who's not as attractive on purpose because their mentality is that the not as attractive girl is so happy to have the attention that she goes the extra mile. Was she roomy? What? Remember oh, that yeah. Santa Lamb? Pretty big girl. She goes. Uh, big girl, she's great big, big fat, fat girl. So <laughs> size fourteen. Isn't that interesting though? Great big fat person. Uh yeah, I mean I don't know. I don't know how true the theory is. I don't know if those girls were in fact more quote grateful for the attention. I, I mean, know. logically it kind of makes sense, right? You know that like know, super man. attractive people are used to attention. That we know. I will say that super attractive Guys yes, and girls, they're, yes. they're used to attention. They're horrible people. They are the worst people on the planet. The yeah. super attractive, generally, for the most part, are the worst human beings. I've never, I've seldom met like model, model gorgeous women uh, or men who have just been the most amazing people. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really have to cultivate that inner life when no one gives a shit about it. It's true. <laughs> it's so true. It sounds mean, but it's true. Uh, yeah, it's mean and it's true. And I'm a little grumpy today, so. You, um, you know, I was watching. I walked in. You've been catching up on The Sopranos. Oh my God, I love it so much. And I never watched it really much. I saw a few episodes back (sighs) in the day. I'm like this with shows. I get criticized so much for not watching shows. But anyways, you started getting into it this year. Big time, big time. And you went through and I walked in yesterday (laughs) right for a scene where a guy murders a girl oh, right. with his hand, with his bare hands, he beats her to death horrifically. Let me well, let me set the story up. So this is season three I'm into now. It's Richie who's now working with Joey Pants. I'm sorry, Joey Pants. That's his nickname. No, it's the real guy. Okay, Joey Pants. I don't understand. That's the actor. Oh, that's his real name in real life. Yeah. Oh, well, I thought that was his gangster name. No, his real name is Joe Pantoliano, but okay. he goes by Joey Pants. Yeah, he's in the Matrix movies, yeah. too. He's like, he's just a shitbag villain. He's a fantastic shitbag. Yeah. So now he's with Tony's gang, and he's been passed over, I guess, to be promoted, and he's got an attitude, and he's obsessed with the Gladiator movie, and he shows up at the strip club, and he gets the stripper pregnant, and uh, he beats the shit out of her in the parking lot and beats her to death, basically. And then my husband comes okay. in. Okay. <laughs> it's like... Uh. <laughs> multiple choice. <laughs> I like that he pushes the button to tell Yeah. Me. So my husband comes in at the scene where she's being bloodied, bludgeoned to death, 
And he starts laughing uncontrollably. Like, oh, mm. what is this? Is this the new comedy? Is this new Adam Sandler movie? No, it's a, a, a poor uh, girl who's clearly mentally unstable. Her character's mentally unsound. She's, totally. She's poor. And she's stripping and blowing mobsters to get by when she's yeah. a kid. There's something pregnant. funny about... Here's the funny part. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I missed the comedy. Explain it to me, yeah. The funny part was when he goes, uh, uh-huh. she's like, whatever. And, she's, and he goes, baby, like, I'm going to buy a house for us to, to be together. and like, Because she's know. pregnant with his child. Yeah, and she's like, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. He's like, no, you dumb fucking whore. That part was funny. Oh that was, oh, that was the funny part. You didn't think that was funny? No. No, I think the intent of that scene is to let the viewer know what an utter piece of shit his character is. Okay. <laughs> it's like <laughs> multiple choice. <laughs> That's how funny that scene was for you? I thought that part was. Here's what I appreciated about how violent the scene was, though. You don't get to see gruesome, realistic uh-huh. violence a lot on shows. So I think when it's well done like that, I really appreciate it. Great. That's real neat, babe. (laughs) Uh, What I do love is Tony Soprano's open racism with his daughter, Willow. That was pretty funny, too. Who is in college now, and she's dating a black guy. Mm -hmm. And what I learned in this episode is how to say the word I thought was Italian for black guy, the derogatory term. Uh, I thought it was Mulian, Mm -hmm. but he says... Moulinyan. Mm-hmm. He adds a syllable to it. Oh, you dating a Moulinyan. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of neat also to catch up on my... Oh, derogatory slurs? Right, my yeah. racial slurs in Italian. Moulinyan, yeah. Moulinyan. I thought it was Moulinyan. Which is Italian for eggplant. Eggplant, correct. Because eggplants are black. Silly. Well, they're purple. Well, which is like, oh, that's even... Oh, I get it now. It's way more oh, racist. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow, that's super racist. Wow, I feel like I really learned something. Every culture today. is so racist. But that's like really hateful. Wow. <laughs> Moulinyan. That's terrible. Yeah. Wow. But I feel like over the course of that show, he's racist to like a hundred different groups. He hates everybody. Yeah. If you're not Italian on that show, you're you're a piece of shit. Like yeah. If you're just if you're Puerto Rican, you're a piece of shit. Asians. If you're just like American non gangster, you're a piece Fucking of shit. Fucking Indians smelling like shit walking up in here. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny. I'm that that show makes me laugh harder than uh, any sitcom on television. Harder than the Michael J. Fox sitcom. That is a funny, funny show. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, <laughs> Tommy, multiple choice, two questions. <laughs> You sound. <laughs> are you okay? I feel so funny. I can't believe I'm laughing this hard. Um, he's so cute. I mean, he tries. Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. You get to plan the perfect proposal, celebrate the love you've built so far, and look forward to the love you'll build for the rest of your lives. The only part that's not so special: shopping. For an engagement ring. If you don't know what you're doing, that's where BlueNile.com comes in. BlueNile.com is the original online jeweler since 1999. They've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. With Blue Nile, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. They're committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry. Blue Nile offers a 100% satisfaction guarantee with guaranteed free shipping and returns it's tough to find a place you can trust when you're shopping for diamonds. But Blue Nile is that place. Right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code YOURMOM at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with the code YOURMOM, Y-O-U-R-M-O-M, at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. People, I think, I think we got a few messages when we talked about Michael J., the Shaggy Jane's new show. <laughs> And people, I think they were upset about us being upset about people with disabilities starring in television. No, they didn't get, they were just like, bummer, that episode. I got multiple messages. What? Just because you don't like it doesn't mean we don't have to. I'm like, I'm not saying you don't have to, you have to agree with me. Hi, Boof. I'm just saying what we don't like. I don't want to watch it. Look, it's a bummer to be sick like that. 
It's a bummer. Just like I don't watch, uh, I don't like to watch hospital dramas generally. I like Nurse yeah. Jackie because Nurse Jackie is not really about the sicknesses. It's about her being a junkie. Yeah, but by all means, you watch it. If you're listening to this and you like, fucking watch it. I don't give it. Why do I care? Yeah, I don't care either. I'm just saying what we like. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to watch a guy starring in a comedy with Parkinson's. Get the fuck out of here. And I don't want to have a guy who just got just got through a stroke anchoring a fucking show. I don't either. It's fucking terrible. I don't either. And let's let's be real. I don't I mean, look, if he's hurting for money, he'd fucked up. He done fucked up because that show Family Ties was the biggest sitcom of the fucking 80s. And if yeah. he didn't save his money, fuck him. That's his problem. Well, they're all, everybody, too, is like, we're so happy that you're back on the air. Oh. It's like, it feels like a huge make-a-wish fucking campaign. <laughs> it really does. It feels like they're all <laughs> just championing this I sick know. kid. I know. Like, and right here you stand and you say your lines towards the camera. And he's like, <laughs> like this? And they're like, yeah, I like that. Just stand there and then we'll say action. And then I say... I say my line. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck out of here, man. You know, I think uh, I, I agree. And I can't put my finger on why. I feel it's, I think it's unethical. There's something immoral about because it. Because there's there's a degree of exploiting yes. the guy. Yes. There, even yes. even though he knows what's going on. Granted, he signs in, up. I yes. get it. There's a degree of like, isn't it cool that the fucking The shake, hook. Yeah. The, Wait, the hook of the show is that the guy's, suffering from a debilitating illness like that's right. the fun fun hook of the show like mm-hmm. i don't i don't know anyway the same reason that webster was was messed up too is, is that what that you sent me though is that webster <laughs> what is that webster. that's webster yeah that audio yes no so okay so you guys know emmanuel lewis we talked about him before we got a new show for him we're trying to get in touch with him to pick him the show. <laughs> what do we call it it's just I don't know what we call it. Webster now, bitch, or it's just Webster is like he's 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 got a gambling problem and he he's he gets pokers and he gets drugs and he's out he's he owes money to uh, a mobster, <laughs> so he decides to get into another orphanage so that white people adopt him and as an adult, right? He's an adult, but he's he's fucking fifty now, right? But he still looks like a cute little black kid. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, hey, look, I'm cute, I'm black, I'm little. And uh, I'd watch that. Fuck yeah, that's dude. the best premise for a sitcom I've ever heard. I can't believe we can't get this show sold. I know. Well, here's the thing. So Webster, when he was cast as, I'm sorry, Emmanuel Lewis, I mean the kid, he had some kidney disease that kept him small, and they knew that, and they exploited him. It's like a forever puppy, and uh, you know he was what 50 years old when he played. A ten-year-old kid? No, he was probably like twenty when he probably. Played. Hey, <laughs> and they're like, "No, you're nine. Yeah, uh, you're gonna be this adorable tiny thing forever." Okay. <laughs> Michael Jackson loved him. Love because he was like, "You are a baby forever." Yes, and I love little babies. Yeah, isn't that interesting? I of think course. you nailed it. I didn't even put that together until just now. Really? That that's why he like because Emmanuel was forever. A baby forever. Yeah. You're a child forever. Wow, I didn't he likes even children. think about that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, so I was looking at interviews. Was it hard for you and Michael to touch your butthole? <laughs> no, <laughs> Michael never touched my butthole. You know, Emmanuel Lewis swears up and down that Michael was like a really good dude, stand up guy. He's a good guy. He's he. I, I was looking for interviews with him to you know get some dirt. And he was saying, he, well, one weird thing he did say in an interview, he goes, you know, one time, oh, M- Michael got burned in that Pepsi commercial, and uh, I we- I watched his dick. I watched his penis with my mouth. No. <laughs> that would be great. He said, we invited him over to my house. My mother let Michael Jackson recover in our home. That's how close those two were. Jesus. Yeah. So also, little known fact- Webster had a number two song in Japan in the 80s. That's what this is? And that is what this abomination is. Oh, my God. Is. Number two in um, Japan. Yes. He was a huge star. As he, I mean, he was a huge star here, too. Don't forget. Every, I wanted a Webster. Didn't everybody want a Webster? Oh, my. If they would have sold you a life-size Webster, I would have bought 10. Oh, I'm a cute little black kid. He's so cute. I can't run fast, but I'm super cute. I remember, remember when he used to 
fit himself in the dumbwaiter. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want a yeah. dumbwaiter. What's a dumbwaiter? Yeah. Oh. George yeah. and ma'am. Oh, my God. All right. He was so, so fucking cute. This is his fucking song. I want song. like 10 little black Websters. Here we go. What is this? <coughs> oh, this is the song. Okay. It's called City Connection. Japanese are so interesting. They are fascinating. <laughs> they love this shit. But their culture, like what entertains them, is just oh hysterical. I know. I don't understand it's it either. It's so off the wall all the time. So crazy. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what is this? This is Webster singing this? He's singing like part of it in Japanese. It's just and it a, has a like nonsense a, a baby song. effect on his voice. Oh, that's not, I don't know if that's an effect. He's singing in Japanese? Yes. <laughs> It's fucking weird, man. This is weird as shit. <laughs> Do you <laughs> have you seen their that Japanese game show where it takes place in the library, and you just you pick a card, everyone picks a card, and then they have to do something in the library without making noise. No, you've never seen this. No, it's a Japanese game show where like six people sit at a table, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna play," and they signal to each other, and then someone will be like, "Shh." And they put five cards on the table. Everybody grabs one. And the guy who's like, without one, it's his turn to go. And then they like spin a wheel. And it says like, you know, whatever. The nipple rubber band game. And then they fire like rubber bands at the guy's nipples. He's like, ah, he's got to be quiet during it. See, that's the interesting part. And they fucking love the show. Right. It's always about some sadistic premise. Like, yes. Humiliation. It's, yes. Always. It's either humiliation Mm-hmm. With tolerating or infantilism, they they love the their like their little people, little like Webster. They loved him because he was like a, a tiny baby. Boy. Yeah, yeah. Also, if you watch their like, you've seen that hentai pornography. Like, yes. The whole premise is the girl is very girlish, childlike. Yeah, yeah. And it's always about the woman resisting. Like, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't. Like, there's no such thing as consensual sex. Well, there's way, Japan. like I was going to say, the rape fantasy is way bigger there. Way bigger. Yeah. And the girls are all girls. There are no such thing as women having sex. It's very bizarre. Yeah, yeah. And the, and then the smelling the, the panties thing is always, right? The Yeah, they have like vending machines with panties. 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 We got to ask Yoshi about all this stuff. We got to oh. have him back. Oh, Yoshi. Oh. It's a very, it's either a very, it's a machismo culture in a way, I guess. Yeah, what is that, man? I don't fucking know, dude. It's so interesting. So interesting. I eat the ass and pussy all the time. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Big in Japan. Oh, man. Okay. But if you're big in Japan, I guess that's where you, like bands go to hit it first, right? And then you come over here. When yeah. You're big if I can't beat you up, I can't get hard. See? Mm. There's the the fantasy. Oh, the violence part. If what I can't beat you that? up, I can't get hard. Do you think it's because their society is so repressed in general? Like, individuality is so discouraged so all that rage that's normally in humans has to come out somewhere. It has to be maybe let out. Maybe I fucked a girl with no arms and uh, one leg. <laughs> Back to Webster. Ding ding Do, do. Like 
so fucking weird, babe. <laughs> Don't you love when they like foreigners put together? There's definitely an effect on that. No, but yes, that was how like his vo- Google Webster, babe. That's how he fucking talked. There's an effect on that, bro. I'm telling you, bro. That is that guy's voice back then. For real though, Google Google fucking Webster back in the '80s. That's how he talked. Should I say Google fucking Webster back in the '80s? <laughs> Google that shit, son. It's gonna do. Uh, don't you love when foreigners put together words that don't go together? Like city connection, it means nothing in English at all, really. Um, city connection. That's the name of the song. Oh, yeah. But to foreigners, they put words together. It doesn't fucking mean anything. And they're like, oh, I reckon City Connection. Like, and what What's is his that? name? Emmanuel Lewis, right? Yeah. But Google, like, Webster the TV show. Okay. When he talks to George and Ma'am, that's the voice that he has, he had back then. Okay. But I don't want to go downstairs for dinner. He's- You've got two kinds of super short, cute little orphans being <laughs> raised black. by adoptive parents. You're Arnold from Different Strokes or you're Webster Long from Webster. And like the Beatles versus the Stones, some people are Arnold people and some are Webster people. Really? So I'm an Arnold person. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I want to picture you as a Webster person. No, no not at all. But tonight, Well, yeah, because here's what happened. Over. Is that, so Gary Coleman came out on Different Strokes. Yeah. And it was such a huge success that the other network decided to create yeah, Webster. a little black hole. Right, it was yeah. it was the rival. So he's forever having to. Play I like that how down. this guy though. They're I think they're about to have Webster on. He's like, I'm an Arnold guy. Right to cause controversy. Yeah, but I mean that's so just a shit. This is just like going on a radio show. I know. Here is okay. one for the Webster people. Sweet. This is a letter my dad once wrote my mommy. And cute. Almost sickeningly cute. You and George both made great daddies. But there's only one mommy. <laughs> <laughs> you know I just <laughs> You know I just realized that's our new intro? That he's FIFO as a little Oh, uh, he's a little tiny. He's a little bell like human FIFO. Yeah. There's only one mommy. <laughs> only one mommy. There's <laughs> only one mommy. That's so stupid. Uh, I guess we just got bookmarked. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear it 20 more times. <laughs> There's only one mommy. Oh my god, uh, and he is adorable. I know he's so cute. Daddies, but there's only one mommy. <laughs> Webster's parents had died in a car crash, leaving oh. his godparents Alex and Catherine to raise him. It's a special delivery. Ah. It's a fecka kid. How long can you stay? Just until I get into college. The show revolved around Webster getting in and out of cute situations oh, using yeah. his cuteness. <laughs> well, yeah. If I feel afraid, wow, I that my... is his voice. I know. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah. That was. That was... <laughs> He was so cute. God damn it. And was so happy to... Emmanuel Lewis knew from a very early age... He was 40. ...maybe the right guy for this kind of acting job. The right full-grown man. You know, I was was the shortest one in kindergarten. I was the shortest one in first grade, shortest one in second grade, shortest one in third grade. All right, we got it. So I kind of got the picture how, you know, how everything was, you know... How's it come to be, you know? A life in showbiz was always calling. He began in TV commercials. Think about it, great. At 37. (laughs) (laughs) When I saw myself at home, you know, like my commercial would come on TV, and it was really wild because, you know, I'd call, hey, everybody, look, 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 I'm on TV, I'm on TV. I was really excited, you know? And, And really, my own, you know, silliness, I was just naive, I just thought it was coming in my TV. You know what I mean? I, they didn't know that there was, you know, it was coming on 50 million TVs around, you know, the, 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 the world or around you know, the U.S. Yeah. 
also watching one of those TVs, the boss of a major American television network. He saw that... I watched this little black son of a bitch on our show. How... I want to have that kid come on out here. Oh, my God. How awful do you think Emmanuel Lewis's parents are? That his only source of validation was seeing himself on TV as a small child. Um, yeah, they probably didn't think he was as cute as the rest of us did. No. This little fucker hasn't grown in six years, you know that? <laughs> Called my agent, flew me out there, and uh, sat down and said, we'd love to do a TV show around you. And Webster was born. There you go. I'm going to the park to play in the snow. Oh Emmanuel quickly learned how to make his cuteness work. Boy. I'm just, you know, giving him the old... Puppy eye, you know, just... <laughs> he he so thinks sinister. just like Theo does. <laughs> this is Theo. Please take me. So it was oh. just that moment. That was like the, the pivotal moment, not only in just the whole series, but what it was all about. If I can melt his heart, then I think the audience is pretty much in there. The audiences melted around the world. Soon, Webster was an 80s icon, right up there with Pac-Man, Leg Warmers and Michael Jackson. Truth. But fame got a little bit freaky, Uh especially for a little guy. You know, everybody's on the street stopping me. You know, I'm shopping in a shopping mall and and they broke down the, the man's window. Because they were chanting, you know, bring Webster out, bring Webster out. And mm. I'm almost like, I can't give my son to a mob, you know. So they had to bring police. So that's when you realize that, you know, police involved and, you know, crowd control. And He's not as cute now, though. And do you realize he was Michael Jackson's date? Yeah, to like the Emmys. Or the, the Grammys. The Grammys, right. He was Michael Jackson's date. And at the time, people you know, were like, well, that's normal. Your kid is little kid. He's like 36 years old, man. It don't matter. You're 12. I like 12. Yeah, come sit on my lap. I got one ticket. I'm a grown man. You're not a grown man. Then that's when you realize, okay, this is, this is something different. This All is, right. And nobody ever said there's going to be days like this. It hasn't changed today. Even a quick walk on the short of shit. will bring hundreds <laughs> so of mad small. Webster fans out yes. of the woodwork. What's going on, David? What's up? How you doing? I'm on the right, man. I came way over here for my bucks, man, to say how you doing. Yeah, I saw you like yeah, right out, like, like, like way out. Oh, you Webster. You Webster, yeah. motherfucker. Really? Oh, yeah, we just Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now in his mid 30s, Emmanuel Lewis keeps busy running his own Get music and TV like production. Mid thirty. Oh, he's right. I like when they're like he's right. He's running a production company. And company and fishing. <laughs> I absolutely love fishing. My two Not favorite true. hobbies is flying. I'm a pilot now, and fishing. That's it. That's that's what I love to do. They won, mommy. <laughs> you and George both made great daddies. But there's only one mommy. <laughs> Oh, Webster. How, but how sinister is the network to be like, you're tiny and you're black and we need like a small black kid to rival the other show? Of course. We know you have this growth disease, but we know we got a TV show. This isn't going to heal itself. We're not going to start growing out of nowhere, right? (laughs) You got to stay small and cute for the next 10 years. Can you do that? Yeah. Um, That's totally the deal he made. Of course it is. You brought to our attention, or somebody sent this to you. He has the um, the Coca Cola story. Yeah, go ahead. And, there's a link in the uh, email. Yeah, I see it. Do so, you want to read that one? That was sent into. Pardon their French. This is um, <laughs> this is uh, yeah from oh it's just from a few days ago. <laughs> Coca Cola recently issued an apology to a family after one member purchased vitamin water, which Coca-Cola owns, with a bottle cap bearing an offensive message. <laughs> Blake Lotz of Edmonton and Alberta, Canada, told Metro Calgary she was shocked when she opened her beverage and read the words, You retard. Retarded. Written inside of the cap. It's retarded. Re- it's retard. Um... The language was particularly painful to her and her family as one of Lot's younger sisters, Fiona, 11, has cerebral or cerebral? How do you say it? Cerebral. Uh, cerebral palsy, I think. Really? When they say it in that context. Cerebral palsy and autism. Retarded. Oh, no. Wrong person to get that. 
Uh, she Jesus. said, what would oh. you do if you open up your bottle of vitamin water <laughs> and on the bottom of the lid it read... Retarded. <laughs> Doug wrote a letter swearing uh. off the beverage company for life. Oh. Think about it. I bet you'd be pissed if you had a Fiona in your life. Can you imagine if she had opened the bottle? Retarded. <laughs> the family was not responsive to ABC. <sighs> but here's what their explanation is. Coca-Cola said, the language inside the cap was the product of a competition pairing one random English word with a second random French word. In French, retard means late or delayed. Retard. <laughs> The word's English connotation was missed during the review process. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. So y- is it your Y-O-U? You late? Oh, you retard. That's so funny. Yeah, it says... No, it doesn't say retard. It says you retard. <laughs> retard? But it's French, so it's retard. Retard. You and then retard, I guess, is the French... That is so funny, dude. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Oh, my God. Another thing that are, came in. Uh, do you feel badly about this? No, not at all. And especially because, you know, people get offended when something uh, something affects their personal life. You know, that's when they choose to be offended by things. I mean, how the fuck does Smartwater know that you happen to have a kid with the same problem? I mean, give me a fucking right. break. It's so st- are you buying the French and English pairing of words? Yes, because it's in Canada. This contest took place in But isn't Canada. that just a great excuse? It's a fantastic excuse, yeah. but a probable one, too. It means, it means you're late. Uh, you retard. You late. Why are you late again? <laughs> you retard. You can't be late all the time. <laughs> if I got a cap that said you retard, I would laugh so hard. Mm-hmm. Oh my! Retarded. Get your life, retard. Um, so a lot of people were excited about uh, Rackham Willie. <laughs> Rackham. Rackham. Turns out <sighs> he was part of a very popular web show, Ugh. damn show, that was very popular even before podcasts were on. Oh. Um, I've reached out to somebody to try to get in touch with two of the original people. Oh, cool! From this group. Um, but they also sent us the full-length video of Rackham. That was an edited Ooh, version we saw. Okay. So I'll play that for you. Um, this is a... Uh, this is so funny. I had no idea this was part of a huge... That this guy was so famous. So what we saw, um, I think, like I said, it was an edited-down version. It had like 2,000 views. Right, right. This is the original Okay. It has 8.8 million views. Oh, get your life, Rackham Willie. We didn't know this. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Ragum, rack, rack ball. Ragum, rack, ragum, rack, rack ball. Allah, ha ha, rack ball. Rack ball. Ragum, rack, ragum, rack. Give me one of them hot dogs. What's your name, man? Willie James, her better known as fucking chicken. As Allah Ragbar. Hello! Let me pull on your dick a little while. No. I heard about that big old dick you got. Ragbar! I'm showing who wants to hide now. Pimp, nasty, funky pimp, and stinking chicken. But now at 144 uh, uh, Magnolia Street, <laughs> I seen through the window of that house. They was in white robes fucking one another in the ass. <laughs> like a choo-choo train. All sisters going to hell. You gonna fuck me? Hello! Pardon I hey. Rack, rag em. Rack, rag em. Pardon <laughs> I hey. Rack, she crazy as a daisy. Bum, bum, bum. That's my favorite sound. So she come on like a roll. Bum, bum, bum. This guy really is a gold mine. I mean... Jesus. It's a talent. He's definitely got something going. We got to get these guys on to talk to us. Yeah. So, so explain to me. It was an internet show, and then they knew this these guys from the University of Georgia um, mm. ended up forming this show that they per- it was like a web a web show, and they also did live shows down there in Athens, I think. Okay. Um, and anyways, the web show 
Uh, they put videos like this up and other. They did like sketch videos, and now they they are the creators of Brickleberry, the oh, Comedy Central show. Get out of town, okay? Yeah, and one of the guys is Yucko the Clown. <gasps> Yucko, he he's one on of these Stern. guys. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Yucko was crazy. Right here, they pass him like a fifth, no, a, a pint of vodka to like swig, and he just drinks the whole thing. Oh my god. You're like, you're gonna have a, and, he goes, and he just turns the whole thing up. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. Wow. Rack them, rack, 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 one, two, three. Rack, 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 rack. Oh, when you meet the Georgia Bulldog, you're gonna feel a bulldog bite. Rack, rack, rack. Now he's at a drive through Rack, 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 Hello. Rack, Willie. Willie. You kind of spit when you talk, man. That's, that's, that's the Holy Spirit. I don't spit it. So that's the Holy Spirit spitting on you? Automatically, systematic. Oh. They slow mo his spit coming out. <laughs> that Holy Spirit spitting a lot. Fifteen. Jesus. Yeah, so crazy. So the the alcohol makes him go rack rack. That says go go juice, huh? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Poor Willie, he's Poor, dead. So though, he's yeah. dead. But that's why, like, after I found out, like, the origin of this, I've, I want to get in touch with these guys for sure. I mean, how serendipitous that we come upon this and. We found kindred spirits in these guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be great. It would be great just to talk to them about. I want to know, I want to know the story behind Willie. Yeah, how'd they find him? Yeah, and yeah. Did they befriend him or just mock him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so cool, man. Yeah. Oh, we need a guy like Willie on our show. <clears throat> I love... <laughs> Rack, rack, rack. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Oh, Jesus. You just yawn? Yeah. Tired, man. That's kind of rude, isn't it? Retarded. It's kind of rude to our listeners. You yawn in their fucking ear like that. Okay. Sorry about that, listeners. Uh, so Tom and I have been playing this really fun game for years and years. I don't think we've mentioned on the show. <laughs> Um, where Tom pretends to hit on the waitress Mm -hmm. at a restaurant, and he usually does it in front of me. (laughs) But the key is to go kind of over the top. Wouldn't you say, Tommy, like you need to be... Yeah. I tried to do it tonight, too. At the Snooshy Bar? Yeah. What happened? We went to Snooshers. You had the idea to leave... Which I thought was interesting, because normally I do right. it in front of you. Right, which is very humiliating, and, and the waitress is mine. But I thought maybe if, we, if I left... But I did call her gorgeous and beautiful in front of you. <laughs> and sweetie and wonderful. That was fun. I was trying to come up with as many <laughs> terms of endearment as I could. I was like, hey, sweetie. Hey, beautiful. Hey, gorgeous. Succulent Chinese male. Hey, wonderful. Oh, so funny. Now, we had our, not our usual waitress. We had No, we went to the place. Yeah. And people, by the way, this is airing way after, but I tweeted out a photo of you, and people were like, tweet us the picture of your cunt waitress. She wasn't and, there. And uh, she wasn't there. So we had a different waitress. Thankfully. Um, but you left. I went to go look at pastries. Gave me a chance. It was tough. Like I could. <laughs> she was try, She was busy. It was. It was busy in there tonight. Yeah. And she kept walking away, and I kept. I kept hammering her with like, so "Where are you from? Like, how long have you been here?" <laughs> and at the very end, I got to compliment her, and that's it. But she was like, "Okay." Like, <laughs> she was really trying to get away from me. Uh, she didn't appreciate it. And she definitely thinks I'm a piece of shit. Of course. Because I did this as. Like she saw me being pretty, like just normal, and then you get up, and I was like, "Hey, what's up? Where are you from?" <laughs> Dude. She thinks all white guys are pieces of shit. That's true. That's true. You know how many times a day waitresses and cocktail waitresses get hit on? It's got to be. It's got to be crazy. I know that I always, if I'm out with a guy friend and they start doing that, I literally feel badly for well, the girl. Yeah, it's more. It's, it's her job to talk to you. It's not yeah. that she wants to. Yes. Like she has to. I got to be honest. I'm equally upset when they come and and like do a flirty thing with me. 
You I, mean like at Hooters and then they write their name on the placemat? Yes, but the I'm worst. saying that's an extreme, but even a version of that, I'm like, you, you can... You can just be normal to me. How do you do? You think they're flirting with you or just being nice? Because there's a line. There's being nice, and then there's they're not flirting because they're interested in me. I feel like they're fucking trying to play me. It's tips, dude. Of course, yeah, for that's sure. What, that's what I'm saying. What but do they? The, what do they say to you that makes you think that it's flirting? when they're like, "Hey, like, oh, I see you got your, um, you know, jacket on. Is it getting a little nippy out there?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's fine." And they're like, "Did you catch that?" Yeah, they start like, you know, they they do like a shitty flirt. I see what you're saying. Okay, it's a it's it's a it's an act. They do like a put on, like um, so. It's getting a little cold. I I got a little cold out there myself. And then they'll here's like a shitty one. They'll be like, so maybe you could lend that to me. Can I borrow that for my when I get out of here? Because it's oh, implying like right. maybe we'll leave here together. And you're like, right. uh, okay. I hear you. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it's pretty cold out. I shut down so hard when people do shit like that. You really don't like that. I've noticed that it, you very much resent the inauthentic interaction. I it do. bothers you so much. I don't know what what the origin of why it bothers me so much, but I, you could probably you could probably find a server that's done that to me. That was like that guy completely shut down. Like I think he's mad at me because I basically am. <laughs> I li- I literally go from like being like in a normal conversational mood. Yeah. When that shit happens, I just go like, just get a glass of water and. Well, I'll take the chicken because it's the welcome to Tchotchkes guy, where he's like, yeah. "You gotta get you. Uh, hey, how you guys doing? You want some extreme poppers?" Like, he's, yes, he's all in your Kool Aid. And see, even if you're not at, at if you're Tchotchke guy, even if you're not at his restaurant, the person doing that, it's the same act. It's just a different dress up. That's what I'm saying. Yes, it's the forced intimacy. It's the forced. Uh, we're BFFs. What it is, you see, Theo, Theo is it's bullshit. What it is, Rudy, is the can't con the people that you're serving. And on and okay, and here's the thing, real talk. When I was I was a cocktail waitress and a food waitress. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. If you're nice to people, if they're generous, they're gonna give you money regardless. There's not I'm just saying like there's not a lot of oh, Jesus, yeah. There's not a lot of flirting and shit you can do. It's not really gonna at least for me, maybe I'm so fucking disagreeable as a human. There's some guy, here's this one guy when I worked at the bar, I worked at the Formosa Cafe here in California, in LA, and uh, there was a guy who was like 100 years old, old gay dude, and he would just sit at the bar and lust after the bartender, Mm -hmm. and if you bought this, if you brought him his fries, he would tip you 100, no matter what. So everybody would fight to to serve this guy, and he was just, he was generous and kind no matter what, and some people are... And some people you're nice to when they, they fucking stay. Dude, all I'm saying is like, what I'm looking for when I go out, and I was the same way when I was single, by the way, is I just want you to just be somewhat friendly. Yeah. And and like, take care of me, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tip you well. Yeah. Well, you and I are good tippers, because we understand that. Of course. You have to, because that's a shit job. But I'm saying like, job. just be, you, you don't have to fucking... Make me think you like, you're interested in me. Yeah, and that's kind of what bums me out about a Hooters. The, oh. the few times I've been is like they really push that flirty thing. Hi, my name is Candy, and then they write their name on yes. the paper, and then you're like, oh, but have you been? Me I've been with uh, our buddy's old roommate. We went with him before, and that was uh-huh. like, oh yeah, yeah, and that was his go to <laughs> spot, right? You know that's and he was like. He was so delusional. He was like, this one likes me. Like, she likes me. We right. Like, Holy shit. There is nothing more embarrassing than going to a place like a Hooters with a guy who's like, this one really likes me. And I know. Like, um, I know. That's, that's even like sadder than the stripper one. And they're like, well, the stripper likes me. The, like, strippers, yeah. the stripper is the straight hustle. Right. Like that, that chick is all about it, about it. She's, she's there to hustle. Right. The Hooters girl's on the fence. She's like, I kind of want to hustle that hard. I'm I think she wants keep to hustle some dignity. Pretty, yeah, but she hustles pretty hard. But she has enough guilt and shame to be like, I'm, I'm going to be a waitress, though. Oh, right, right, right. I'll wear the weird nylons and the shorts. Oh, my God. But I'm not going to dance on a pole. Like, she has some level yeah. of like, I'm gonna eh, keep, I'm going to keep wrong. this very little clothes on. Right, the boundary. Some yeah. kind of boundary. And I'm not going to blow you under the table. Right. I might. Uh, Do you think Hooters girls really give it out? I don't know. 
Yo, here's the difference between a stripper and a, I would rather be a Hooters girl. I used to think it was the opposite. Yeah. No, seriously, because a stripper, she's all about like the most you can do, you suck some guy's dick like in a, a private room. If you're a Hooters girl and like you have executives coming in there a lot, like you get like your Asian dudes, yeah. the baller baller, like those guys Asian come in. Dudes, yeah. No, I mean like Asian businessmen. Yeah. They go to strip clubs too, but they don't respect the girl in the pole. The Hooters girl maybe there's a little bit more respect. And like, if you're hustling, yeah. maybe you can hustle yourself a better business guy. I think it depends on what guy goes in there. There's definitely guys that have to go in there that are like, these are like fucking dogs who just fucking smack them on the ass. I'm sure there's guys that really treat them At like Hooters shit. or at the strip club? Oh. Strip that, club for sure. For sure. But at Hooters, probably. But they got to behave because there's like true. lighting and management. Yeah, that's true. But then remember, um, what was the Undercover <clears throat> Boss, that show? Remember that? Yeah. Remember they had the Hooters boss go? Do you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that episode. He went to work at Hooters, and the the manager of this particular Hooters was like, all right, girls, I'm going to cut somebody off. <laughs> yeah. So eat out of this plate like a dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. and whoever finishes first can go home. He was a piece of shit. Yeah. and then amazing. The, that was the one where the boss was like, it's pretty bad, and that guy was completely like, oh, shit. Like, you know, it really How do you sucks. keep that guy on? They just he just oh. was like you shouldn't do that and I was like yeah I feel bad such a piece of shit that guy was on national television doing that God can you imagine being him you know he's probably a guy with like a family too just trying to make ends meet oh my God he's <laughs> on undercover boss we'll see if this audio is any good this is from the snooshy place tonight oh oh you recorded that okay yeah let's see. That's the um, what is that? Where are you from? I'm Yokohama, Japan. You're from Japan? How long have you been here? Seven years. Seven? You like it? Do you like it? She at this point. <laughs> at this point, she's walking away. She's trying to get to the place. She's like packed. carrying plates. Yeah, right. and I was like, "Where are you from? Where are you from?" <laughs> Do you like it here? <laughs> here? Mm-hmm. Much better. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of going to, to Japan. And see, that's that's a total creeper line. Is of when uh, when somebody's like, "I'm from whatever country." You go, oh, "I, I want to go there." Of course. Really? Yeah. <laughs> to Tokyo to visit. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it nice? I think so, especially in the spring. In the spring, you have a nice oh. smile. When she said, <laughs> when she said, especially in the spring, she turned to walk away. Of course. And then I said, "You have a nice smile." What did she do? And she was like, "She's like, okay, white pervert." Yeah. White devil. You can't smell my panties. Especially in the spring. In the spring, you have a nice smile. <laughs> and then remember when you got back, I, <laughs> I go. Uh, <laughs> I go, can we get the check, beautiful? And I go, thanks, sweetie. All right, wonderful. You called her like four or five different superlatives. Mm-hmm. So fun. It's so funny because uh, she has, to, she's so nice. And those poor Asian girls, they get fetishized and, oh, they What do you harassed. think her version of what happened is tonight when she tells other people? I think she's too kind to even be oh, like really? this fucking white piece of shit. Mm. Round eye motherfucker. All right. She ain't saying all that. Yeah. She ain't saying that. Mm. I had an epiphany, uh, P.S. Yeah. Watching The Sopranos about strippers. I mean, I've always been very sex positive in terms of like prostitutes and strippers, but I feel so sad because I, I mean, this might be a horrible, you know, I don't know if this is true, but aren't most women that go into that kind of work like they don't have many options? You know what I mean? No, like, you're wrong. Most of them are like have PhDs. They could be doctors, they could be lawyers. <laughs> you know, I feel so bad that you know people shit on them and stuff. Yeah, they shouldn't be. Their society's, you know, less fortunate. Yeah, they're trying. They are trying. Yeah, I know. It's just sad because strippers are so hated and shit. People shit on them so much. I well, hate that. Why don't you strip? We should have a stripper on. I want to have Malice on here. I really like her. Why don't you set it up? And by the way, we have that um, adult star that we should have on, too. Absolutely. Yes. Let's get that. We should start celebrating these poor people that we use in our sound bites and make fun of because yeah. 
Yes, they're amusing, but they're also people. Yes. We're just trying to make shit happen. Yeah. And actually, whenever you're around them, you, you're never lust after them. No, you, you see realize, them more as human. Yeah. And the, yes, absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, especially real. the girls. I don't know about the guys, but the girls you see, like you're like, oh, sweet girl. Well, when Rocco and I had our intimate oh, conversation. You two. When were, Rocco, Sofredi, and I. You guys were just nothing. You were like two peas in a pot. Uh, I like Rocco. He and I had a, a moment. We Jesus bonded. Christ. We talked about his Hungarian wife, his childhood. Egan, Egan, Egan. Don't, don't, don't butcher my mother tongue. Egan, don't. Egan. He told me very intimate stories of his childhood. Mm. Rocco yeah. and I are cool. Like we, like we text every day. Jesus, can we what? get out of here? I gotta go. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. I'm off. 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 Yeah, thank you for listening, guys. We love you. Uh, you cut me off? And I'm putting you back on. Oh, thank you for listening, you guys. We love you. Guys, away.